nobody stopped typing emoticons to answer. And Nat began second-guessing herself, wondering if the assignment had been too literary for these students. Their undergraduate majors were finance, accounting, and political science. Evidently, humans had lost interest in the humanities. Let's ask some different questions. She switched tacks. Isn't the hate that drives Shylock the result of the discrimination he suffered? Do you see the difference between law and justice in the play? Doesn't the law lead to injustice, first in permitting enforcement of the contract, then in bringing Shylock to his knees? Can there be true justice in a world without equality? She paused for an answer that didn't come. Okay, everyone, stop typing right now and look at me. The students lifted their heads, their vision coming slowly into focus as their brains left cyberspace and re-entered Earth's atmosphere. Their fingers remained poised over their keyboards like spiders about to pounce. Okay, I'll call on people. Nat turned to Wendy Chu in the front row, who'd earned a Harvard degree with honors in working too hard. Chu had a lovely face and glossy hair that covered her shoulders. Miss Chu, what do you think? Is Shylock a victim, a victimizer, or both? I'm sorry, Professor Greco. I didn't read the play. You didn't? Nat asked, stung. But you always do the reading. I was working all night on Law Review. Chu swallowed visibly. I had to sight-check an article by Professor Monterosso, and it went to press this morning. Rats. Well, you know the rules. If you don't do the reading, I have to take you down half a grade. Nat hated being a hard-ass, but she'd been too easy her first year of teaching, and it hadn't worked. She'd been too strict her second year, and that hadn't worked either. She couldn't get it just right. She was like Goldilocks, and all the beds were futons. Sorry, Chu whispered. Nat skipped Melanie Anderson for the student sitting next to her. Class hottie, Josh Carling. Carling was a tall 26-year-old out of UCLA with unusual green eyes, a killer smile, and a brownish soul patch on his square chin. A Hollywood kid, he'd worked as an AD on the set of a TV sitcom, and he always wore an Ashton Kutcher knit cap, though it never snowed indoors. Mr. Carling, did you do the reading? Nat knew Josh's answer because he looked down sheepishly. I didn't have time. I had a massive finance exam to study for. Sorry for reals. Damn. Then you're a half grade down too, she said, though her heart went out to him. Carling was in the joint degree program, so he'd graduate with diplomas from the law school and the business school, which guaranteed him a lucrative job in entertainment law and a spastic colon. Nat eyed the second row. Mr. Bischoff, how about you? I would have done the reading, but I was sick. Max Bischoff looked the part, with credibly puffy eyes, a chapped ring around his nostrils, and his library pallor paler than usual. Yesterday I roughed all over my... Enough! Nat silenced him with a palm and quizzed the rest of the second row, Marilyn Krug and Elizabeth Warren. They hadn't done the reading either, and neither had Adele McAlargy, San Gupta, or Charles Wyckoff IV. So no one else in the entire class has done the reading... Nat blurted out in dismay, and just when she thought things couldn't get any worse, in the door strolled Vice Dean James McConnell, faculty vampire. 
Nat stiffened. She wasn't sure what McConnell did except hire and fire people. And she had already been hired. McConnell was in his sixties, with a silvery wave of hair that rolled sideways across his head. Today he was dressed in a dark wool suit with a blood-red tie, unusually formal for this school's faculty. Everybody here dressed academic casual, which was like business casual, only with footnotes. McConnell entered the lecture hall, took a seat, and crossed one leg over the other, scrutinizing Nat from behind his tortoiseshell bifocals. Nat imagined how he saw her. She was 30 years old, but looked 13 because she was only five foot one, with her mother's sparrow-thin bones. Her features were nice in a forgettable way, large brown eyes, a slightly upturned nose, and a small mouth. She had thick, straight hair, a deep red-brown, which she wore shoulder-length in an overpriced cut. Today she had on a tailored black pantsuit, but nevertheless came off.